0: Chapter 8 in your Bibles. Well, just any chapter would be fine, wouldn't it? Acts chapter 8. I'll see if anybody was awake. If you would like to stand with me for the reading of God's Word this morning. I'll begin reading at verse 30. And uh, Philip ran thither to him. And heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I? Except some man should guide me. And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearers, He not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as uh, they came on their way, uh, they came into a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He commanded the chariots to stand still, uh, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. What no sprinkling there, was it? And when they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. Now, Father, thank you for the Word of God. Now, Lord, I pray here this morning as we gather here that uh, you would give us something that would help us, uh, Lord, to walk by faith, trust in you. We know, Lord, that you're God of all grace. We know that uh, you have saved us by your wonderful grace. We thank you for that. And then our Father here today, we realize there may be some without, to have never experienced the grace of God. They never experienced being born again. And Lord, I pray that if there is one here, if the Holy Spirit of God would convict them of their sin and their unrighteousness, and Lord, give them faith to trust you as their Savior, we'll thank you for all that you do. Bless the saints today. Edify them, Lord. Lift them up. And Lord, may we all be able to uh, go forth uh, uh, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith today. In His name we give thanks and praise. Amen. You may be seated. The passage of Scripture that I read, uh, is a very familiar passage of Scripture. and we Somebody mentioned the Ethiopian eunuch. You know right off who pretty much the story behind him. But before Philip is... Uh, given directions to go uh, over down at the, in Jerusalem, uh, you find that uh, there has been some activity going on. Uh, you find that there was a young man that had been preaching, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And boy, the, uh, the, the, the crowd of Judaizers there, they all got all upset. And uh, they began to uh, not like his message. And they begin to uh, uh, want to do away with him. And boy, uh, someone brought a rock, and another brought a rock. And pretty soon, they begin to stone Stephen. And uh, you know the story. As Stephen is lying there, in, in about uh, the last breath that before he dies, he said, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." And a lot of it to that. And then <laughs> he said uh, he saw <coughs> the Lord's. A standing at the right hand in heaven and uh, he said uh, into that basically uh, uh, Lord uh, uh, I'm, I'm coming home uh, it's time for me to to just uh, uh, to come on up they rejected you and uh, and so that uh, brought a great uh, 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 grief to the other uh, Christians there the apostles. Uh, and uh they uh you find uh uh went through a time that uh none of us would like to go through nobody likes to see one of our brethren uh be uh, be hurt or to be killed or to die uh, but uh, uh stephen now is a great man of god he was a deacon and now he's uh has been uh, uh called up to be with the lord uh, there Now, uh, there's another young fellow there that uh, witnessed the stoning of of, of Stephen. And uh, this fellow, he uh, uh, had been uh, 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 a hater of Christianity. And uh, he has brought a a group uh, with him, and they have been persecuting Christians. They've been uh, uh, going in and and, uh, uh, locking them up, uh, uh, putting them in prison. And uh, Stephen's uh, uh, death has been laid at his feet. Paul, who at that time was called Saul, uh, he goes and begins to bring havoc to the churches. And it said that they were scattered abroad. And they went everywhere uh, uh, preaching the word of God. Uh, they are under great persecution. Stephen is going to kill him, or, or Saul rather. He's he's going to destroy this sect of, uh, of believers. And so they uh, they go uh, out, and uh, you find that uh, uh, they begin to uh, said the Bible says that that uh, uh, they uh, uh, went down to the city of Philip uh, uh, in verse uh, ten or uh, four. He said therefore they went that uh, they that were scattered abroad. Went everywhere preaching the word. Now, uh, in that uh, you, you find that uh, Philip went down to the city of Samaria and uh, and preached Christ unto them. Now, here Philip, you, you, you need to get to acquainted with Philip this morning, and another guy uh, uh, by the name of Simon, and uh, then another guy by the uh, uh, name uh, the, the Ethiopian eunuch. Uh, and in this story here, uh, Philip is uh, a, a deacon. Uh, and uh, he has uh, uh, been a man that the Bible says was full of the, of the Holy Ghost. And uh, he, uh, after the, the church is scattered, uh, he goes down to Samaria. I don't know if anybody went with him or not. Uh, he didn't uh, say, didn't ask anybody to go. He just uh, uh, believed that he ought to do what God said to do. That's to go and to be witnesses unto him. He goes down to Samaria. He gets to preaching the gospel. Folks begin to get saved. And boy, it said, there was great joy in that city. And I mean, things are going, and you, you run into a guy down there by the name of Simon. And uh, Simon is a, is a picture of so many professors today. There's so many profess to be saved, but they're not possessors. There's so many today that claim to be a Christian, uh, but they've never been born again by the spirit of God. Uh, Simon, he said, believed. Oh, you can believe. Uh, the, the, the devil believed on uh, uh, that, uh, and he trembled. Uh, he said that, that uh, Simon here, that, gives, that great joy in the city, uh, salvation uh, uh, will bring joy into the heart of a person. Now, if you're saved here today, it ought to be there's some joy down in your heart. It ought to be that uh, you are, uh, have got something that the world doesn't have. It ought to be that there's something there that uh, distinguish you and separates you from the world. Into that and so they got, they got excited, oh my soul get revived if you've ever been in a revival in the church, it gets excited. Uh, you get see people getting saved, you' see people getting baptized uh, that so they fulfill the commission, uh, go out and get people saved, get them baptized, and to teach them the things that God has taught you to teach them, and so great now here comes a guy around uh, uh, the devil has got his uh, uh, his group uh, wherever you find that the Lord are working, you've got the devil working. And so you find here the guy comes up and he, uh, uh, he's Simon the Sorcerer. Uh, he has bewitched the people for years. He's made a good uh, killing off of them. But hey, he sees uh, what Philip is doing. He sees that Philip has been able to do some uh, miraculous work, some miracles taking place. Folks are beginning to get uh, healed and uh, people, uh, the lame, been made to walk. And uh, he said, boy, I, I won't." that. Uh, he said uh, he believed and uh, he would, hey, uh, down at the Jerusalem, uh, the apostles, everybody left but the apostles. Uh, the up uh, the uh, up the guys, down there. I in mean, their Bible scholars uh, down there, they stayed. They stayed in uh, Jerusalem. Could I just say something? You won't like it, but that, that's all right. On that, I've never seen a, a theologian that mounted to anything. Anyway, you won't find very many theologians that are soul winners. If the lights goes out, folks, just sit still. We'll we'll preach in the dark. I I can do without the note. And so uh, anyway, uh, 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 the apostles, hey, they got news that something was happening in Samaria. Uh, Peter and John said, we better get down there and check it out and see if it's right. Uh, And that's good. They need to do to make sure that they're preaching the right salvation. And so they go down to uh, Samaria and, and boy, those Simon, uh, they see that uh, uh, Peter and John have some power and able to do some things. And they had the, the apostolic uh, uh, gifts and that's a guy, he said, let me have some of those. uh, Hey, I'll, uh, I'll give you some money if you let me have that power to be able to do what y'all are doing. And boy, Peter rebuked him in a hurry here, said, yeah, you uh, devil. He said here, your heart's not right with God. You need to repent that uh, you get right. And you find out uh, here that uh, uh, that guy said, well, you pray for me and, uh, and uh, uh, you can't pray. You got to do the own praying on that. Uh, this guy, uh, he, he left. He wasn't saved. He had made, done all the things that uh, you're supposed to do. He said he believed he was baptized, but he was still lost. Now listen, you sat here today and some of you, you went through that process as well. Uh, Well, I believe. And uh, I've got, can I tell you that baptism will not save you? Can I tell you that you can work all you want to, it won't save you? Can I tell you, you must have a born again experience with Jesus Christ. And into that, Jesus said, except you be born again, you cannot even see the kingdom of God. And we got many professors today of salvation, but not a whole lot of professors. Why? Because when you get saved, if any man in Christ, he is a new creature. And if you get saved, there ought to be some evidence. Are you listening, young people? Are you listening? If you get saved, there ought to be some evidence in your life that you love the Lord and that you're a child of God and something has taken place in your life. And so, Peter and John and Philip. well I have not even got to, to my introduction yet. Uh, and I haven't preached for a while. How many can stay till 2 o'clock? Uh, and, uh, and so uh, they said, okay, let's, uh, let, we'll go back to Jerusalem. They start back. They come to cities in Samaria. And uh, they begin to preach. And folks are getting saved. And then the, the angel of the Lord, no more than the Lord Jesus Christ, speaks to Philip. Philip, there's a guy you need, I need to send you to. Now looking into that, you find that uh, the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, arrived and go to the south. Now listen, Peter and John was with him. Now why is Philip going? Quite interesting, isn't it? Who went down to Samaria and started preaching first? Philip went down there. Hey, can I say to you today that uh, God can use any of you? Can I say to you today, you don't have to be good looking to be used. You don't have to have a lot of money to be used. Just look at Darrell. all. Uh, I'm saying into that that God can take anyone who is willing to do and to obey what God says. And the angel of the Lord, who is the Lord Jesus Christ, said, Philip, uh, he spoke to him. And hey, have you ever had the Lord to speak to you? As a child of God, you ought to have heard the voice of the Lord sometimes. Uh, he speaks to us every time in this book. Uh, you know, and the Lord said, go down to... And by the way, they didn't have this book yet, the New Testament. Said, uh, Go down to... Uh, here's a, there's a guy down there. And in God's foreknowledge, he knew who was going to be down there, when he was going to be down there, and who to send. And so Philip, uh, you find here, uh, he, uh, he, he, he arose and went. I like the sound of that. That means the grace is going to be growing. Uh, and so uh, that arose and went. You ought to put that in your life. Why don't you get up, and why don't you go sometimes? Why don't sometimes that you have uh, got to uh, get some uh, scars on your knuckles by knocking on the door? Why don't sometimes that uh, you stand uh, on the corner and, uh, and not be ashamed that you oh, I, I, I just don't believe you ought to go down there and just stand on the corner and preach? I think you do more harm than you do good. Well, can I say to you, uh, Simon, we're to proclaim the Word of God and God takes the Word of God and He does with it what He wants. He's, a, he's a, 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 a God that is able to do great and wonderful things. And He said, preach the Word. There is power in the Word of God, whether it's by a track that uh, you ought to put out, or whether it's by standing with an open Bible in Walmart, or whether it's down on the street corner preaching, getting the Word of God out. The Word of God is what God uses to convict and to bring folks to, uh, to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so uh, Philip, go down there. Philip got up and went. And boy, I tell you, and, uh, you, you find that uh, as he goes down there, uh, you find that uh, there was a, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority. I don't know if you ever stopped and think about this fellow. Uh, he was under Candace the Queen, and uh, this guy, he, uh, uh, and if I was Philip, I would have backed off in a hurry. Have the Holy Spirit ever said to you, and the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go down there and talk to him? Has the Holy Spirit ever said to, to you, "To here, well, here's a big guy over here, or here's a, a lady over here, all decked out in her uh, her uh, uh, Sunday morning, uh, got her hair all fixed, she's all dressed up, she's looking like a, a million dollar? Has the Holy Spirit said, "Won't you go over and speak to, talk to, give her a gospel track?" Oh no, now preacher, that, uh, that's uh, out of my class. Here's this guy over here, he's a big, strong. Uh, He maybe hadn't taken a bath for three or four uh, weeks. Uh, The Holy Spirit said, go over there and witness to him. He's got earrings hanging out from his ears. Uh, He's got uh, 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 tattoos all over. And uh, hey, by the way, if you've got a a tattoo and you've got a ring, you can get saved. Uh, That won't keep you from getting saved. Uh, And so, uh, But Philip said, uh, hey, he goes down and he sees this uh, entourage uh, coming down the, the desert. I mean, here comes a limousine chariot. It's candy apple red. It's all striped out and overlaid in gold. Six white studs uh, 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 horsepower pulling it and they are all, uh, harness is all silvery, and the reflection of the sun just about blinds you. And and here is a a, a group in front, and here's a group behind, and and here in the middle is this limousine chariot, and and here is who God said, Philip, you go and talk to. Now, what would you do? I mean, here is a guy, he is, uh, 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 he's from Ethiopia. He's the LeBron James of today. He's got the riches. He's got the, the physique. Uh, he's a standing up, he's up there. On the, but hey, he's been down to Jerusalem. He's been down there to worship. Somewhere along the way down in Ethiopia, somebody uh, uh, said something to him about the, uh, the Jews are worshiping up in Jerusalem. He gets his group together. I mean, he's of high authority. He's over the treasure of Ethiopia, of Candace and uh, the queen. And, and he goes up to Jerusalem. He's been up there several days. He uh, no doubt has seen and heard of Stephen stoning. Uh, he has seen, uh, he's gone up to the temple. Uh, he's uh, went into the, uh, maybe the, uh, the, the Gentile uh, area. Uh, he has maybe talked to some rabbi. Now he could not be converted to, uh, to, uh, to Judaism because of being a eunuch. They wouldn't accept you. Uh, that but he could uh, he could be able to learn uh, the Jewish saints he could be able to uh, hear the old uh, rabbis are reading the scripture he could be able to uh, give his offering up there in that, and uh, that 's always a good thing to give an offering well whether that uh, you know what you 're doing or not, go ahead and give it. Uh, and so uh, he comes away. He is coming back. He's sitting up in the chariot. He's a reading there. And uh, the place where he's reading is Isaiah 53. Sometimes you go and read that. And uh, you find that he is uh, disappointed and disillusioned. Why? Religion will never give you excitement. Religion will never give you joy. He got a lot of religion up there in Jerusalem. But coming back, he's still got that emptiness in his heart. He's still got that void there that's not been filled. He's still wondering how that he can be able to uh, uh, get uh, uh, in in the right with God. And could I say to you today into that, that there may be some here this morning uh, that uh, you have tried religion. You've tried to be good. You've tried to quit this and you've tried to quit that. Uh, You've tried to uh, 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 pray. You've tried to uh, give an offering but you still got a cold heart. It's still not doing what it ought to do. You're still not satisfied. And so Philip, after he looks the thing over, and most of us would not even got close to it, that guy's going to beat me to death. his entourage here, uh, his secret service men uh, are there with their uh, 45s. He's got a dish, a satellite on top of his uh, uh, chariot. He's got his uh, cell phone inside. He's a Texan, and whatever he, they, they can do. And, uh, but uh, hey, he's well protected. And here Philip probably hasn't had a change of clothes for two or three uh, uh, days at least. Uh, he's uh, uh, hasn't had a bath. And, uh, and God says, I'm on my way to Jerusalem. Go down and... Could I say to you, it's always good to have good personal hygiene when you go witnessing. It's always good to have clean clothes when you go witnessing. But hey, if God says go when you just got off of work and you're still uh, dirty and you're still stinking, Go. You don't have to have to meet all the conditions that the people think you ought to have. Uh, uh, the Lord says, "Go, you go." The Lord said to that, and and the Holy Spirit of God begins to prompt you, begins to uh, speak to you, Then you get up off your 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 uh, uh, rumpus and get going and doing what God said for you to do. He said, "Go down there to that uh, uh, that Ethiopian eunuch and uh, tell him how to get saved." He's got the he's got the the Word of God there. He's got Isaiah fifty three, Isaiah fifty three. Uh, 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 talks about uh, uh, how that the, the Lord died for him, and uh, Philip, uh, uh, you find that that uh, has been chosen to go. And boy, I tell you what—he's uh, uh, he's done uh, evangelize Samaria. Uh, if I was a I wanted to be like somebody, I do want to be like Philip. I don't want to be like Paul. He has to go through too much suffering. He gets beat up too much, and I don't want it to be like Peter because he gets hung upside down. He goes into jail. Now Philip, though, you look at—he's a deacon. Deacons don't never do nothing anyway. See, they, uh, they sit on the back row or the front row, and uh, he's a deacon, and his job is to take care of the problems that come into the church. Well, you know, not a whole lot going on in the church after it's been scattered. <clears throat> and but he he's done it just out of preaching and enjoying seeing folks saved. And that's have you ever been in a situation like that? Oh my soul! I have I have, I have been in a situation where boy uh, of people uh, every day all through the day are getting saved. At night they're getting saved. And uh, you talk about joy, you talk about getting people getting excited, you say, you won't get out a holy grunt, you'd get excited instead of, and, and get a little bit of a noise. Uh, here, we don't get excited enough to open our mouth, uh, uh, we have a, a dryness of the mouth, because we're afraid to, to say something that would give God a little glory, and well, I don't want somebody to look at me and think that I'm a uh, 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 charismatic you know, it wouldn't hurt you to be a little charismatic sometimes. You don't have to take the doctrine, but boy, well, you ought to have some of their zeal sometimes. It would be good for you sometimes to just to say, hey, uh, I'm a child of God. <clears throat> I've been washed in the blood. I don't care who knows it. I'm going to give the Lord a good amen sometimes. Now, it only can do that if you're, you know, those that uh, are saved and want to give glory to God. Now, Philip has been here He's gone down to Samaria. Time has gone by, and uh, the first time you see him, is up there getting be, uh, become the deacons. Next, second time you see him, is here, uh, going down to Samaria. It's about six years has passed. Now, into that, the last time you see him is down in Acts. And I got I'd like to go a little further on this, but I can't. But the last time you see him is in Acts twenty-one eight. And what's he doing? Now, the Ethiopian unit gets. Uh, I mean, he gets what he was wanting. He said, "He went on his way rejoicing." Yes, are you a Philip or are you a uh, Simon? Are you trying to get somebody to be able to know the Lord? Or are you trying to get to somebody to give you something uh, that you don't deserve? Which one are you, Simon? Ain't going to get nobody saved. Simon's not going to give anybody the gospel. He don't know it in himself. But Philip is a man that, uh, hey, uh, for 20 now years, he has been serving God. And you find him down at uh, chapter 21 of Acts. Paul comes by, stops at his house. He's got four daughters. And uh, they are uh, four uh, uh, virgins. They are prophetess. And, uh, and they have been done, done well. He has taught them well. Uh, he's still serving God could I say to you today that uh, uh, regardless of, of what is going on or what has gone on, you ought to be found faithful serving God. It said at the here at when he got through the, the open unit said, Hey, here is water. What hinders me to be baptized? And Peter or uh, Philip has preached unto him Jesus Christ. <clears throat> he has talked to him about the, uh, the resurrection. He has talked to him about his death on the cross. He has talked about his ascension. He has talked about him uh, coming back into that. He has talked about restoring Israel he has given him he has told showed how Christ died for his sins and how that he was buried and rose again could you do that every child of God ought to be able to give the gospel every child of God ought to be able to tell somebody else to keep somebody from going to hell great joy you find that comes through spirit filled preaching There was great joy at the birth of Jesus. There was great joy at his resurrection, Matthew. And there's going to be great joy in heaven when a sinner gets saved. And Luke 10, 20 says, rejoice that your name is written in heaven. you got nothing to rejoice about. Hey, are you saved? If you're saved, your name is written uh, in the book in heaven. Uh, You belong to God. Uh, You're going to heaven. That's something to get excited about that my name is written somewhere that's not on the 10 most wanted list getting your name written in heaven on that. And so you find that, uh, uh, that the ministry demands obedience. Uh, uh, they, you find in verse uh, 26 he, that Philip uh, did what the angel of the Lord asked him to do. He went and the fellow here uh, got uh, saved. And Now, it's interesting that when they went down into the water, uh, you know, the guy said after Philip had preached to him Jesus, he said, well, hey, here's water. What hinders me to be baptized? What did Philip say? If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. With the heart, man believeth unto what, and with the mouth confession made unto salvation. Uh, in that, if you believe, and he said, well, uh, he said, uh, he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. They got down out of the chariot. I mean, that chariot has uh, those horses have come to a standstill. Uh, the uh, servers have come to open the door. This big black guy gets out, steps down. And I mean, he's got a robe. He's got an outfit on. He's going down into the water. He's got to shed some clothes because they are decked out in the best. I mean, he is decked out in, in King's clothes. I don't know if he had any uh, gown to put on him or not. But hey, uh, uh, he can't be baptized in what he's got on. I mean, you've you've seen some of those uh, guys' uh, wardrobe. Uh, They got down to the ground. They got uh, their hats on and that. Uh, They've got uh, all of their uh, jewelry on. They got enough jewelry to drown if you get under. You got to get up. But hey, he gets ready. They go down into the water. And it said that he was baptized. And when he come up, what happened? Well, he said Philip was taken away. He didn't see Philip. Well, why did that happen? And how could that happen? You ever think about that? Well, what I'm a thinking, and I don't know that, you know, that it's, it's just a thought, but I believe some of them old boys that is with him, and they've got to go down into water with him, and they are surrounding him, and when he comes up, I believe they just got excited to that and, and joyful around him, and Philip just slipped on out. Get, you get excited when somebody gets saved to get baptized. It ought to be exciting to you when, when you see the someone that is headed for hell and, uh, boy, they get turned around. They get their sins forgiven and they get to their names written in heaven. And, uh, and boy, the, the family, you've been praying for them for years and they get they get saved. And, and boy, what are you going to do? I'll never forget the night I got saved. The preacher, he could have went anywhere. When I got saved, here come Aunt Bess uh, down the aisle, that uh, 400 pound of her, four foot five. And uh, she is uh, 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 loving me and she is so excited. My mom's trying to get a hold of me and uh, others have come around and trying to uh, 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 get, uh, boy, they, they're so excited that I got saved. Well, oh, I don't know where the preacher went. And that's why I think here, where did you go, Philip? Have yeah, the Lord just take you on out. You think you've got somewhere else to go. He goes on his way rejoicing. Now you could ask the question, which one went rejoicing? Either one of them. I believe that the eunuch went home, went, went, rejoicing after he got changed into his traveling clothes, and he got his entourage all back in line. The horses is all ready to go, and they're headed on down to Ethiopia. And he goes down there, and the Bible says, as history reports, that he goes down and takes the gospel, and into that Ethiopia has been a Christian country for for many years. They said that he took the gospel. Ain't that good? Now, like I said, obedience starts with the heart. The ministry demands obedience. Paul in Romans 6 says, You have obeyed from the heart and formed a doctrine which was delivered to you. Being made free from sin, you became servants of righteousness. Paul, in writing to the Thessalonian church, said, For what is our hope, or joy, or crown of rejoicing? Are not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at His coming? Paul said, Our hope, our joy, and our crown is when the Lord comes to see you there. Philip had the right message. He preached and he gave forth the plan of salvation to a fellow. Have you sent anybody off rejoicing? Tomorrow, my youngest son will have been gone for 21 years. He went out, he went home rejoicing. He knew the Lord as his Savior. He was active at serving God. And the last word that he said this you know, Dad, I love you. I believe I'm going to have another seizure. But as I held him in my arms in the bathtub, he went home rejoicing. Why? He was a child of God. He knew the Lord as his Savior. He knew that heaven was his home. We had talked much about eternity. He sang in the choir. Some of you that don't get in the choir and afraid to get in the choir, bless your heart. You're going to have to answer to God one day. Here's a boy that has epilepsy. Every time he entered into that choir room, he was afraid he'd have a seizure. But he went. Some of you, you got health. You got able to go, and you won't get in a choir to sing, or you won't try to do something for God. Shame on you! One day, there'll be my crown of joy and rejoicing. The song, "What a Friend We Have in Jesus," was written by Joseph Scribman. Joseph Scriven was a young man. He was engaged to be married. And his wife-to-be was drowned in an accident, breaking his heart. He left Ireland and moved to Canada. And a few years later, he met another young lady, and they fell in love. Weeks before they were to be married, She became very ill and died. He was 25 years old and brokenhearted again. Joseph determined as a 25-year-old man to give the rest of his life as a mission to help poor people. He would do his work for no charge. He received news from Dublin that his homeland, that his mother, was seriously ill. Not having the money to make the loan journey back, he wrote a poem for her. The poem we now know as a song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. That song was used in World War I and World War II when a young man was leaving for the military service. The congregation which he worshipped would have him stand at the life service. And they would sing it. If something happened to them, the church would remember them by singing, What a friend. I believe this would have been an opportunity for some of our missionaries when they left. The song, it says, What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear." What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace it says that we often forfeit. And oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Now, are you weak and heavy laden this morning? Covered with a load of care? Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise, forsake thee? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms he'll take and shield thee. Thou will find the solace there. Leaving, rejoicing. It's what Philip gave to the eunuch. Hopefully that you and I can be able to identify and that we'd want to be like Philip. God send me. If you're here today and maybe you identify with Simon, the sorcerer, maybe you have believed, maybe you got baptized, but nothing changed in your life. There was nothing that caused you to want to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Hopefully this morning that you're like Philip. You had a life experience in change. You find that Philip, it was said, was full of the Holy Spirit. He loved God. And if you will fall in love with the Lord, you draw nigh to Him, you can enjoy what Philip enjoyed. And you can know what God has for you. It's good to be saved. It's good to be a child of God. It's good to know that we belong to Him. Let's stand, please. I've been long. I apologize for that. But let's bow our heads. We'll have an invitation.